Uh, now, Ghana is recovering slowly from its uh, cost of living and debt crisis. A month ago, residents took to the streets in protest of the worsening economic conditions. Since then, interest rates have been maintained at 30% on signs that inflation is falling. Now, the country has also reached a staff-level agreement with the IMF on a first review of a $3 billion loan program. Luvina Esterhazen, who's economist at Oxford Economics Africa, joins us with his analysis of the Ghanaian economy at this point. Livina, thank you for your time and a good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Livina, how has the consumer price uh, environment in Ghana evolved in the last few months? And how will this filter into monetary policy decision making going forward? So if we look at last year, the consumer price environment deteriorated quite sharply um, following the outbreak of conflict in Eastern Europe. Um, due to the impact that the war had on global food and energy costs. So this caused uh, inflation in Ghana to jump from 13.9% in January to 54.1% by the end of the year. This completely derailed the Bank of Ghana's ability to anchor inflation expectations in the country, considering that it targets a band from 6 to 10%. So to rein in prices, um, the policy rate was almost doubled from 14.5% in the beginning of the year to 27% um, by December. So in terms of this year, tighter monetary policy and easing food and energy costs um, has seen inflation moderate gradually. Meanwhile, the policy rate, like you mentioned, was hiked uh, periodically to a, a 30% in July. But at the latest Bank of Ghana Monetary Policy Committee meeting, it was actually held steady as inflation has stabilized and moderated slightly to 38.1% in September. In terms of our outlook, um, we expect inflation to continue dropping, uh, assuming that there are no other significant exogenous shocks. And therefore, we don't really see any more uh, or the possibility of any further rate hikes uh, seem to be very low. In fact, we actually think that the policy um, rate cutting cycle may start as early as the first quarter next year, um, which will then offer consumers a much-needed reprieve. So citizens have voiced their um, grievances with policymaking through a series of protests, um, the last of which was as recent as early October. Very interesting. Let's speak about the issue of debt here and the debt profile for Ghana. We know that, uh, you know, the debt, domestic debt exchange program initially didn't uh, gain the traction that was uh, expected, but it has led uh, now to some sort of a structuring or restructuring of a significant portion of the local currency denominated debt, Aluvina. How is that bearing? So, in with relation to the IMF deal that Ghana uh, secured in May, it was stipulated um, in the deal that much of its uh, existing uh, debt stock needs to be restructured to regain long-term sustainable long-term sustainability. So, as part of this, the DDEP focused on restructuring the domestic debt stock, and it focused particularly on pension funds. So, unsurprisingly. The plans were initially met with extreme hesitance, but by the end of August and through months of deliberation, about $4 billion, um, 65% of which was owed to pension fund, 
pension funds was uh, successfully restructured. So while this is a key step towards reinstating debt sustainability in Ghana, there is still the mammoth task of restructuring the $13 billion in outstanding Eurobond debt. So negotiations to do that are still ongoing and without an agreement, technically Ghana shouldn't receive any further disbursements under the current IMF um, deal. So in total, the country needs about $10.5 billion in debt relief over the next three years, so from 2023 to 2026. Sure. Well, let's also talk about the IMF and them recently concluding that $3 billion uh, program uh, extension with Ghana. I think it was earlier this year. Uh, I'm keen to get the thoughts of the IMF when it comes to Ghana's progress. But even then, uh, if there are any remaining challenges, Aluvenal, what are those? So following the conclusion of its first uh, staff level agreement review, um, the, the IMF's tone was largely positive, especially towards uh, Ghana's ability to um, reach program targets and reform objectives. So the fund especially lauded authorities' ability to adjust um, macroeconomic policies and launch reforms and complete the, the domestic uh, debt restructuring. Growth in the economy was also stronger in the first half of the year um, and was stronger than what the IMF uh, initially expected. And inflation is then also has been coming down steadily. So in terms of Ghana's external and fiscal positions, the IMF also commented on how they've seen uh, improvements here and that the local currency has been uh, relatively stable uh, compared to last year. So while there was the, po- the tone was largely positive, the IMF still commented on the, the one big key challenge that remains, and that is for Ghana to adhere to the timeline for completing the external debt component of the entire debt restructuring pro- uh, process. So as I mentioned, these agreements were supposed to be uh, concluded by the end of September, but they're still ongoing with government now um, pointing towards the end of Q4 2023 conclusion. So Ghana is supposed to receive another $600 million disbursement by the end of this month, but restructuring the Eurobond debt is a prerequisite. So technically time is running out and uh, Ghana might very well miss this, this target. But then, of course, it's up to the executive board of the IMF to decide whether or not um, Ghana will receive the disbursement regardless. So it sounds like there are a few uncertainties here, Aluvenar. So, uh, you know, what's the expectation about how it will all play out, uh, maybe even looking ahead to the next year? So Ghana's economy has actually um, proven to be uh, surprisingly resilient, considering all the headwinds that it continues to face. So in terms of cumulative growth, the economy expanded by 3.3% um, in the first half of 2023, and high-frequency uh, indicators suggest that that expansion has resumed since. Then um, growth is expected to accelerate over the next few years as some of the um, reforms uh, and, and um, new macroeconomic policies begin to bear fruit. That said, there is still some uncertainty, like you mentioned. I mean, with uh, regards to Ghana's fiscal position, we expect some fiscal slippage in the in the lead up to the uh, presidential elections in December next year. 
This will then slow Ghana's fiscal consolidation drive and may result in the country missing some uh, some more uh, IMF program targets. It's also very important that monetary authorities succeed in getting a grip on inflation in the country to prevent you know, any further unrest or protests and to foster recovery in consumer spending, which makes up the largest portion of, of the country's GDP. Then lastly, it remains very important that the debt restructuring process is concluded as much of the country's ability to actually move forward uh, depends on that. Well, it looks like uh, lots of uncertainty, but uh, strength still, uh, Luvenar. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. That was Luvenar Eerstays, and he's economist at Oxford Economics Africa.